Mm. Yeah. And then there was the one commercial for Hyundai, like where they were going down in an elevator to levels of hell, and yeah. one was vegan dinner party. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. <laughs> I it's not funny. I just I was like, oh, I know Which someone that's going to have was... a thought on that commercial. <laughs> it's sad, though, because that was like one of the funnier commercials. Yeah. Jason like... Bateman does not age. No. 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 He has this weird commercial for like Okay, could you not drink. say it like that? <laughs> no. 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 Uh-uh. And welcome to another episode of Even More Mashed Up, Woo-hoo. a pop culture podcast brought to you by Misericordia University, featuring two professors talking about all things pop culture. I am Patrick. Hey, and I'm Alan. You went back to just the standard no bones. I did. I liked bare it. I liked, bone, and bare I, bones, I'd like to point out I got through it without flubbing it this time. You did not that flub might it. Might be the first time. Although you were really hitting the peas hard. I like to hit the peas. The pop. Peas. Professors. Yeah, the viewers hate that. Pe- yeah. yeah. Spider Man. Cast. Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Porker. And I'm Alan. And I oh, you covered that. So, what are we talking about today? We're going to get into a web of issues mm. involving spiders. Wow, that worked really well. Yeah. You did really, you did about as well as, as you know, somebody who popped his. Peas. I like to pop my peas. I'm a pea popper. Mm, I do not like that phrase. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> now nope. that I've said that. Nope. Yeah, so we're talking Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. The hit animated Spider-Man movie from Sony. It's done pretty well, actually. It's done decently well. I mean, it's seventh you, out of seven in terms of Spider-Man movies. I assume you've got numbers. Uh, No. You don't? No. How much money has it made? I don't know. Now I have to go to Google. Yes, go to the Google. I'm curious. Yeah. As to how much money you didn't do any work? I did work, I just didn't do numbers. So you but you know it's seventh. Yes. In terms of box office. Of the Spider Man film. So yes. you couldn't just have jotted down that number. No. When you looked up the list. I did not. You What's know number what? one among the Spider Man films? Don't tell me what to do with the numbers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. What right. I decide to do with the numbers is my thing. That's right. So what was number one? I don't recall. I'm looking it up with Spider-Man 2? Might have been Spider-Man 2. Really? I would think the newer stuff would make more money just because it's newer. No, no. I think Spider-Verse is behind the Andrew Garfield ones. I think they're, I think they're at the bottom. The, re, well, but the Tom Holland ones. Like, the Andrew Garfield never really clicked, but the yeah. Tom Holland should be near the top, I would think. Um, I don't, $47 million. I don't recall. $347 million? Mm-hmm. That's domestic and uh, foreign. Gee, so only like 30%, 35% of what Aquaman's made. Yeah. And yet it's like 100% better. That's my first note here is that this has got to be the kind of film that totally dispirits everybody at DC. Like Nobody no. can work at DC. And you're like, you've worked for years to get Aquaman just right. Mm-hmm. And Marvel... Out of nowhere, throws this avant-garde-ish cartoon mm-hmm. up on the screen, and it's way better. Mm-hmm. Right? They're cranking out Aquaman, which measures up maybe to the weakest stuff in the Marvel universe. Mm. Yeah, barely. Yeah, you know, it, it certainly isn't punching to the top of the no. Marvel class, like nowhere near. And while they're cranking out a soulless plastic mm-hmm. money maker. Mm-hmm. Marvel creates this totally new, mm-hmm. heartfelt, human, and totally awesome film. Yeah, like it was. This was one of the favorite films I've seen in quite some yeah. time. It's one of the things I find really interesting because you think about kind of the Spider-Man franchise at Sony, kind of you know coming out of the Garfield era. Yeah, where there were all these plans for like, oh, we're going to create a Spider-Man universe, and and that all kind of seemed to fall apart. And you got you got the very nice reboot with Far From Home. Yeah. Um, were you ever disappointed that Rhino didn't get a full film? No, okay. not that version of Rhino. Yeah, me either. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then it's kind of interesting when you look at you know Sony had two Spider-Man films come out, you know, pretty close to each other in Venom. Yeah. And in Spider-Verse. Yeah. Both of which were relatively were successful. Yeah. That they actually kind of have managed to create sort of a, a Spider-Man universe almost kind of by accident. Yeah, although Venom is sort of... Venom like, is Aquaman. But his connection to the Spider-Man universe yeah. is... I didn't see the film. I didn't see it either. Seems odd or, like, not direct. Yeah, but right? I think, like, Venom, I think, is... 
similar to, to DC's Aquaman in that, you know, it kind of doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. Um, right. And yet they still manage to make it, you know, I would say probably more gnarly. I imagine if I were to watch Venom, I, again, it would be very much like Ghost Rider. Like, I think they embrace yeah. the camp of it a little you bit say more like, You say that, like that you're never going to watch it. I probably will at some point. Of course you I, will. But I haven't. I mean, That's, I'll wait till it comes out on like HBO or That whatever. is the canary in the coal mine right there. What? A superhero movie came out, you didn't go see it. Venom's not a superhero. He's an anti-hero. A comic book movie came out mm-hmm. and you didn't go see it. I did not go see it. Yeah. That is correct. Well, I hope they get Endgame out before the entire industry collapses. I think they'll manage. Yeah, he thinks. So. <laughs> I think... I, I, I think I think they'll somehow pull that off. Yeah, between Miss Marvel or, or Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel and uh, still not sold on Captain Marvel. How really? could you not be? I just I just, I, I don't know. Brie Larson. I just, we'll, we can talk about this next. Scrolls. Yeah, I just I'm not sure. Really, I have concerns. Old lady punching. Right, and you lo- <laughs> well, you, of course, of course, you have concerns. You loved Aquaman. I didn't love Aquaman. I liked Aquaman. Did you I knock the muff enjoyable. off one more time, dude? <laughs> Unprofessional. Un. Professional. You need a high bit of talent. Yeah, right. Ugh. Of course, that would mean... Oh. Oh. <laughs> and again. That would mean, of course, we'd have to actually hire somebody mm. to do this show. Yeah, or pay the people who right. do it. That's what I mean. Instead of, like, three people sitting here just pro bono cranking out this kind of quality. Yo, the, oh, yeah. I, it, it surprises me sometimes that nobody's come and scooped us up. I know. It's a little hurtful, actually. Like a big podcasting mega corporation that pays their talent I did see that there was a, a podcast one of the podcasts that I think I follow on Facebook or something yeah that they had like a whole bunch of like podcast awards but they were all for the Canadian podcast awards oh I was like oh man <laughs> Rich do you have any, do you have any Canadian something. ancestry Okay. Can we broadcast this podcast into Canada? I don't we do think already. I don't. Th- do we? I can't remember. Do you know how the internet works? I haven't checked the stats if yet. If they can get it's it in Brazil, they can get it what? in Canada. It's a series of tubes. <laughs> it's a series of it's tubes. A series of tubes. <laughs> I mean, if people could, they could listen to it in space. What are we talking about again? Spider Man. Spider Man. No, no, wait. We were, we were talking about something specific about it, though. Rich, where were we? I was talking about Venom and the Sony franchise. Oh, and there we go. Actually, yeah. managed to kind of pull up, pull off a Spider-Man franchise that's not just more Spider-Man movies, right? And then this cartoon, which is is revolutionary to too too high a praise. No, no, for it, it is. I think a film that, like, unlike any film I've ever seen, it is. Well, particularly in terms of the the animation style, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, which apparently, like, it took. Uh, well, I do have one number. For um, see, he lied Spider-Man. to us. He said he's he had those numbers. Number in that, wow, you have um, dense notes, dude. Where did I write? Oh, Look this at is my just notes. The plot summary. Like, can you read that? Here's this my is notes. just the plot summary, cut and pasted before I went and saw it a second time. Um, <laughs> yeah, so animating this film required 140 different animators, which is the largest crew ever in Sony Pictures. Wow, history. Um, and like the to develop the ten seconds of animated footage that they used to sell, the, to pitch the film originally, yeah. took a year. So what, when, what was that? The scene of him jumping off the building? I mean, like, that was, was the first thing we saw. So I'm guessing it was probably yeah. something like that. Um, that the the sheer amount of work in creating the animation style, yeah. which I found really interesting in the way that it blended so many things. Right. Like you have you had the captions. Right. Uh, like classic comic book captions. You had yep. thought bubbles. Yep. You had Kirby dots. You had uh, motion um, lines. Yeah. Well, one of the things I found really interesting is is the first time I saw it, like particularly when like the dimensions crossed into each other, it reminded me of something. Yeah. And I really could not put my finger on it until I saw it the second time. Yes. And it was Bill Sinkovich from like the New Mutants yeah. era. I was like, that is, it's like very, it's and, got... And a Bill very Sinkovich style to it. In the New Mutants era is some of my favorite art. Oh, that all that's time. Like, like that that and like when he was doing Moon Knight, which I think was around the same time. Yeah. Like that yeah. was Sinkovich at, at some of his best work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean those stories like are just they're just spectacular yeah. stories. And just the art, which is so kind of abstract and unique. Like there seem to be elements of it right. of, of kind of a, a Sinkovichian aesthetic in this yeah. film. I, I love this film this film. Yeah. Like I, I've recommended it to everybody. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. like if you're gonna go see a movie, go see this movie. And part of it was because I agree with you. The movie is like the way they put it together, but in its own way, it's 
very, very comic booky. Oh yeah, like it, you it might feel... be the most comic booky film we've had. Right, like Zack Snyder tried to do that with Watchmen. Yeah, like we're well, like and, you're kind of doing like a panel for panel. And kind Ang of. Lee tried to do it with his version of the Hulk, where you yeah. had like panels and you tried. They had transitions and things yeah. like that. But this makes both of those efforts look really clunky. Oh yeah. And you know, if you've ever wa- monochromatic, if you've ever watched the honest trailer on Ang Lee's The Hulk, yeah, it is hilarious. I've not so because what they actually do is they take all of his transitions and speed them up so that you see them like and play like the Benny Hill cartoon music behind oh, it. It yeah. is it is quality stuff. Because yeah. um, that got it. I remember when the Ang Lee Hulk came out. Like one of the questions that that film raised, because Ang Lee, to his credit, he tried to do more than just take like a comic book right. plot into yeah. a film. Yes, he tried to take the aesthetic of comics and put it on film. Right, and that well, I remember there was kind of this debate about what is a comic book movie? Is it a movie that just kind of takes the plot? Yeah, which to be fair is probably what the vast majority of the comic or just takes the characters. Are. Yeah, um, or is a comic book movie actually taking like the style and the form of the comic book genre right. and transposing it to film? And that's something that Spider-Verse, I think, very much does more right. so and better so than probably right. anything. Before. And it obviously does both of those things. It yeah. takes comic canon and characters and plot mm-hmm. and mixes it with a comic aesthetic. Yeah. And maybe you can only do that with animation. That's the thing. I think because part of it is the the fact that it's animated allows them to do that a lot more. I think. Right. Well, it's like the Alita Battle Angel that's coming out. You know, they've had her look. They they had the character design based off like the the animation. It's like it looks very off putting. Yeah. No, it's very much in the uncanny valley. Yeah. 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 But so, like in that case of animation, that may be the only way. You know, to to keep everything looking like actual animation instead of making it look realistic. Yeah, yeah. I, the only way to do it because again, like I really liked Watchmen, and one of the things I liked about it mm-hmm. is that I thought Zack Snyder tried to take the comic material mm-hmm. visually mm-hmm. and bring it to the to the screen. He does to a certain extent. I mean, and I don't know that you don't really you don't have aspects of the comics like panel borders and catches right. and things like that. He doesn't right. take it quite that. Far. No, I agree, but but he does try to recreate like Watchmen right. on the screen. If you know the the graphic novel and yes. you watch the movie, like you see. Visual mm-hmm. after visual repeated, right. almost. Like, but you have to know both of those texts. Whereas if you don't, just watching Watchmen, I right. don't know that Agreed. you would get that yeah. necessarily. I think I think that I think that is fair, and that's not this film. Like no. this was to me, this was something unique and yeah. true to the comic book art form. Yes, I don't and, think there's and, and ever been a movie done like this. The comic book art form. Like the classic comic book art form that like you and I grew up on. Like yeah. it's very much kind of like your your seventies eighties. Uh, with you know, with the caption boxes and thought bubbles and things yeah. like that. But there's, you, and you, yet there's also a very modern aspect, right? Of it like you well. undersell the comic bookiness of it when you just talk about not that you're doing this thought bubbles and mm-hmm. narrative boxes and things like that. There is, there is something more profound going on yeah. in there because other films have tried mm-hmm. panels and thought right. boxes. There's something else going on here. Like, yeah. it's almost like those forms pull you into it, mm-hmm. but then it feels like you're like you're living in a comic book. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is that you have. And it's one of the things I find really interesting. Yeah, I mean, we just got done talking about Aquaman and kind of how overstuffed that film is. Yeah. There's a lot in this film when you consider that there they're basically is. introducing six or seven different alternate realities. Yeah. And in particular, that Miles. Miles is sort of base reality. He's the anchor. Is a yeah. slightly different version of, like, there's a different Doctor Octopus. The Scorpion's totally different. Yeah, and things like that. Like, it's it's there's a lot, and then you have to introduce Spider Gwen to Spider Man, Spider Ham, Spider Man Noir, like all of these yeah. characters, and they manage it very deftly. Yeah, the yeah. robot. Oh yeah, yeah, Penny, Penny, Penny Parker, and, and Spider. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I know somebody who went to see the film that doesn't know Spider-Man well, right? And she talked a little bit about how like trying to make sense of mm-hmm. all of like having a background helped probably when you came to watch this movie. Just the idea of multiple universes, yes. For example, it's one of the things that I kind of wondered: this did this movie benefit from the fact that on film and television at this point we've had so many yeah multiple universe things that right. that they didn't really have to to work to explain the mechanics of that. It is it is more a more Familiar, yeah, trope than it used to be. I think, and 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 I think it benefited from the fact that Spider Man at this point is very well known, um, and, and and that they could kind of rely on people to right. know that. And yet, Spider Man's not really the focus in terms of the traditional Spider Man, right? 
Like the Peter Parker you get is not the Peter Parker that anybody that wasn't a comic book fan or even comic book fans would really expect. Right. You know, yeah. out of shape, yeah. middle age. Oh my god, fat, schlubby, yeah, down on his luck spider. Like it's just the I, best. It's yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's a really. I really. Do enjoy. you know that seahorses made for life? <laughs> Are those sweatpants? <laughs> there were so many. Yeah, it's such a good film. Like yeah. it's 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 got to be up there among the best of the comic book films. Agreed. We could talk about that maybe as we get towards yeah. the end. So you would agree then with um, the review at Metacritic that said the following. Another Spider-Man movie, you ask? Get excited as Spider-Verse breathes new life into our familiar, friendly neighborhood hero. It's slickly and gorgeously animated in a way that I've never seen Western cinema attempt before. Oh, yeah. This is the closest we will ever get to a comic book coming to life. Yeah. I'd agree with most of that. Really high praise. And yet, I think it's generally deserved. I think the other other thing, besides the animation style, the other thing that really struck me... Yeah. Um, about the film, particularly the second time, is the soundtrack is pitch perfect. Yeah. Like the music for the, like there is not a wrong choice in the music um, no. in this film. I've and, got and, one complaint. They didn't use Toto's Africa. Yeah. Did they use Take well, On not Me? Not the original one, the, the uh, cover. Yeah, the cover. Oh. <laughs> I want more of that cover version. I gotta say, I mean, you know, it, and again, it immediately made me think to, it made yeah. me think to Black Panther as well, that both of those films um, have really stellar soundtracks. Because when you start thinking about the comparison of Marvel and DC, mm-hmm. you realize how layered it is. Yeah. Writing, directing, casting, yeah, music, costuming. Yeah. Despite Suicide Squad winning like the makeup or whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, but the truth of the matter is like Marvel is so good because it is so layered yeah. in its excellence. Yeah. Whereas DC gives us, yeah, I do feel really good stuff. for the producers Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Yeah, since prior to Spider Verse, what they were most known for was that they were fired from directing Solo, a Star Wars story. Ouch! Wow, because they're the guys. The other thing they they've done, they're the Lego Movie guys. Yeah, um, and they fired them. Wow, and they fired they fired yeah because they yeah, I they guess, needed to make Solo what it was. Well, and part of it, too, is that Lord and Miller have a very improvisational yeah. style. I remember talking about this on the, sh- the show which, earlier. Which yeah. the Star Wars people did not like the improvisational nature and of it, would, it. But it worked out better for them. Oh, it sure <laughs> did. I mean, Solo was a, was a <laughs> oh, God, yeah. classic oh, like, gangbuster like, of a film, oh, right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Lord and Miller, I mean, yeah, geez, you guys got shelved for Solo, and now you're just producing Spider-Verse. Right, yeah. Losers. Like, what a bunch of losers, <laughs> yeah, a bunch you know? of losers. Nominated for Best Animated Oscar yeah. and has a really legit shot at yeah. actually winning. And in a way, saved by the Star Wars people from being associated with Solo. Yeah. Although, had they made it, maybe Solo would have been good. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. That was just a, it was a hard film for yeah. me to yeah. Agreed. But yeah, no, it's it's I mean, it's it's really kind of Well, and again, I think you see in Solo aside, like you look at the Lego movie and what they did there um in terms of of, you know, like how skillfully that film was made. Yeah. Um but yeah, Spider-Verse right, those is, are is just joyful films. They're really good films. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned the uh, supporting cast. Like, so you were talking about the various mm-hmm. Spider-Men and women. It's one of the things I love most about the film. Yeah. Like, uh, the supporting cast was just, it was so great to have a Spider-Man film that wasn't about Spider-Man. Yeah. Peter Parker. Right. And I always loved Spider-Ham when I was a kid. Oh my like, God, I just Spider-Man. Spider-Ham. And Bobby and I were talking about it before the film. He's like, I don't, like, I don't know about Spider-Ham. Mm-hmm. Like, can you, and I, I thought they did Spider-Ham almost... Perfectly. That's the thing. I was, I was, there's part of me that particularly all, I, I, you know, there was just enough Spider-Ham. Right. I could have used more. Um, it's like you're ordering dinner. <laughs> you, you're like a chopped judge now. But the other thing, like Spider-Ham. You need a little more Spider-Ham also, I got to say, Nick Cage's Spider-Man noir. Yeah. Was just like. The, oh, yeah. I love Sneak that. Attack. It's, it's yeah. like just, I just it's like the, the way in which that he, you know, yeah. he's black. They're like, are you black? Are, yeah, exactly. Long. Are you black and white? Why is there wind? We're inside. It's like, there's always wind where I am. And it always smells like rain. Like, yeah. Nick it's, Cage it, nailed that. It's, like, there was well, just here's the thing, there. though. It's the Nick Cagiest part. It is. Like, you know, like, like when you, when you say we're going to do Spider-Man Noir. I love the fact that he's got the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I want to take this. I don't understand it. You think about it, right? And you're, he's perfect. Yeah. He's perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Spider-Gwen was great, too. Spider-Gwen, yeah. Haley Steinfeld played yeah. her. What a talented actor. Yeah, she's having a... Yeah, between that and Bumblebee, she's had a good fall. She's doing okay. Yeah, she's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always loved her in True Grit, too. 
Oh, I forgot that she was in True Grit. Yeah. Yeah. And well, she was in the Pitch Perfect 2 and 3, which I've yeah, not seen either I've not of those. seen those. Um, you haven't seen those? No, I've not. You've seen one, though? I've seen one. Okay. She's not in one. Okay. Um, I've not seen any of them, so. Really? Oh, yeah. Pitch Perfect 1 is a good movie. They're okay. Yeah? I've seen like... 2 and 3 are not... I think I've seen two. I it seems one. like the kind of franchise is going to get weighed down by by sequels. Maybe Possibly. it's better. To stop I think it, it probably should stop at one. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about um, Penny Parker? I enjoyed her. Yeah. I Apparently, I read an article that originally the the script was originally she was going to be killed along with the spider robot. Wow. And they decided oh. that was going to be too dark. Because one of the things I find really funny yeah. that the second time that I'm watching it, when they're all talking about their origin, and Miles is talking about his. And it, it's Spider-Man Noir is like, wow, that's a really hardcore origin. Yeah. And the next scene is his uncle getting killed. I'm like, Jesus, Miles' origin is dark. Yeah. And then I was, it wasn't until the second film that I was like, oh, yeah, they killed his uncle. Because that's what always happens in Spider-Man. Well, that's the thing I thought was funny. When they I was do like, the whole, I, I, like, intros of when it's like, oh, there's a pad. And, like, they oh, the almost... intros were great. I also yeah. love the fact that the intros included, like, the creator's names. Yeah. On the right. covers. Uh, another way that they showed like a great deal of respect to the comic book genre, yeah, right, um, yeah. was the way in which that they they kind of honored that. I saw some complaining online that that, that Penny didn't get enough screen time, but I didn't like. I mean, I liked her a lot. The yeah. problem is that there's so many. There was so much that that's like probably, supporting you know, I characters s- that I have, could see that complaint. Like, I yeah. I agree that because this was really about Miles. three people, Miles, like Miles and, and, and Peter and Chubby Peter, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta say, I in terms of. Like, I think they hit it just about right that I think for Penny, for Spider-Man Noir, for Spider-Ham, right. I would have been fine if there was more with them. Right. Um, but I think they might have stopped just short of where it might have overburdened the film. Yeah. Um, I think the one, the one thing that makes me sad, because I love that they did this. So, Tombstone, who's one of Kingpin's okay. cronies. He's the, he's the albino gangster guy. Okay. That I think he literally has one line in the film. Yeah. Do you know who they got to play him? No. Oh, it's Schwarzenegger. The guy that plays Tobias Whale on Black Lightning, the <sighs> albino gangster. Yeah. And I'm like, that is that that that, that was typecasting. Uh, Marvin Crondon Jones. That, that I think they purposely got him to be Tombstone because he plays yeah. a very similar character on Black Lightning. I was like, that is funny. And then like the first yeah. time I saw the film, and then I read that, I was like, I don't remember him having a single line in the movie. Yeah. And then I saw it the second time, and I think he has one line. Yeah. What does he say? I can't remember what it was. It was something like just a threat or something like. Oh, when he when he comes into Aunt May's house, oh. he says something about you know you're in trouble, kid, or something yeah. like that. By by the way, like Aunt May was kind of interesting in this movie too. Yeah. Oh, I've got an Aunt interesting bit of trivia about Aunt May. Okay. We do love trivia. I know you do because you don't like numbers. Sure. So yeah. I brought trivia. So fun fact. Oh, it's a fun fact? I thought it was trivia. You know who played it. You know who does the voice of Aunt May in the film. No. No. It's Lily Tomlin. I should have known that. Yep. No, so you know, Vicky picked that out while we were listening. So, yeah. All watching. four actresses to play Aunt May in a theatrical film have been on... Have something in common. They were all part of 9 to 5. No. What? Rosemary nine Harris. To five? What a way oh. to make Sally a Field, Marissa Tomei, Lily Tomlin. They all have something in common. Wow. I'm just trying to think of Sally Field and Marissa Tomei mm-hmm. the two things it was something they have in common. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing. You're gonna give me a hint. They're all Academy Award nominees. Oh. They've all some of them have won, but they're all nominees. Okay. Um So Aunt May does well. Yeah. And I liked this version of Aunt May. Yeah. The idea of Aunt May who knows who Peter was. A very empowered a very and, and I like the idea of, of, of you know when life. she's taking him to the shed and Spider's like, Oh yeah, I got one of those too. Yeah, a bunch of other things. <laughs> yeah. Again, a yeah. really again, another really funny moment. Right. It's so. just hard to find moments in this film where they where the wrong foot is put forward. Yeah. yeah. And I like Aquaman, which is like a barrage of jokes that don't make you yeah. laugh. Even the way that they referenced every other version of Spider Man that has pretty much existed. Yeah. Because um, you basically oh, get yeah. you get like the Tobey Maguire versions, right? Like, the hanging upside about down and one. kissing. Yeah, yeah. this happened. Uh, except yeah. I think in that one, it's Mary Jane hanging upside down and Spider Man's on the ground. Like it's a little bit different. Yeah, but um, but the point is, but enough that you could kind of say this is kind of taking place in a in a similar world, right? Um, that yeah, just the way the way that it again and and for a movie about kind of the different versions of Spider Man, yeah. That in another way, it also embraced all the different versions of Spider-Man. Yeah, um, yeah. that have existed even even in like the smallest of ways. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, like it's just a really a, a really good, but also a really smart film. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, Stan Lee's cameo. Oh my god. Yeah. That almost wrecked me. Yeah. It's because it's the last cameo, right? It's the last. Well, no, he'll, he's got him in Captain Marvel, and I think he's got one in Endgame. And oh, I think does that's he? It. Okay. Yeah, I think right. I think I read somewhere where where they do have this. Is, this is the last one that he'll do for an animated Marvel movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's got. They filmed the one for Captain Marvel, and they filmed the one for Endgame because they filmed Endgame when they did uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Um. And I'm pretty sure Endgame is the last one. Yeah. But the move coming movie coming out soon after Stanley passed away. Oh yeah, it was a it was a it was a really nice well, and just, moment. And just the like the first what's the first line um, uh, when he says I'm going to miss him. Like when Stan says that, I'm like, oh yeah, you just wrecked me. Like I <laughs> yeah. can't I can't yeah. deal I can't deal with Stan saying he's going to miss Spider Man right now. Like that just yeah. yeah. Yeah, powerful. It like, was. Really it powerful. Was, just, I was like, oh. And of all the stuff Marvel's done, like to to commemorate and celebrate mm-hmm. Stan Lee and his contributions yeah. to the industry, this was in many ways I felt like the most heartfelt. And I did like the fact that moment. one of the post credit scenes was just the Lee Ditko in memor- in memory of. Yeah, um, I yeah. liked that that they, that they acknowledged Ditko as well, and that they brought them together again mm-hmm. because God knows the industry, yeah. you know, kind of. Intermittently brought them together mm-hmm. and pushed them apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this. Yeah, this. Like, the, I'm trying hard to think of a moment in the film that was not like pitch perfect. Right. Like they they really nailed it. And then the post credit scene with oh the 1967 God. TV Spider Man. Oh, but even better that we get the the Miguel O'Hara like Spider Man 2099. Yeah. Like just what looks like the most faithful version you could imagine. Yeah. And then they plop him right back into the Spider-Man pointing meme. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I think this might be. For the scene and it's and like, I'm like, I think this might shook. be. But it was, but it one was one of, if not my favorite, of the post-credit scenes. Yeah. There, I was going to say, has there ever been a better post? I mean, the shawarma for me the, is kind of a classic because the, it was one of the first ones that were just. It is, like, but also the Spider-Man laugh. Far yeah. From Home, where it's Cap comes back doing the PSAs. Yeah, He's like you know, sometimes you wait for something and it's worth it. Other times, it's kind of a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. Like this one, had, this one falls into that same camp where they're kind of playing with us a little bit. Yeah, you're gonna get. I just, you know, yeah. yeah it, but it was, it was such a good it was such joke. A good, oh, like, it was the just, fact that they went so far with why it. Why and, and that they and it just, just goes, ran with it forever. It just goes yeah. on like, and on and on. Point. Who pointed first? I'm yeah. definitely Spider-Man who pointed first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just well, because number one. I freaking love the 1967 animated Spider-Man cartoon. Who doesn't? Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man. As bad as Those it is, as how much recycled footage they used of him web-swinging. Yep. Like, I just love that cartoon. When I was that age, like, like I I just watch anything. that was. Oh, yeah. I used to watch, like, the Fantastic Four cartoon that had Herbie the Robot. Oh, my God, Herbie Oof. the Robot. It was, yeah, it was, that it, was bad. But, like, yeah, that Spider-Man, like, that, and it was just such a classic, like, again, very faithful Spider-Man to the comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the way in which like his costume would have the web lines, and then in other scenes it would not have the web lines. Yeah. Oh, it's um, just like, like even like watching like the animation that they did in in Spider Verse, where like yeah. his jaw is like kind of ballooning out as he talks. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I still love it. They were true to the art form. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I love what they call technology. You know, oh, you got the Goomba. It's like the what? It's like mm. there's always some thingy or whatever which we need. It's just, it's just called the Goomba. I'm pretty yeah. sure you've called almost every piece of equipment in here the Goober yeah. at some point. <laughs> but I just like that they explain, like you know, yeah. oh, like you know, like Spider-Man's not always smart and super intelligent. Sometimes he just steals it from like his yeah. <laughs> yeah. villains. Yeah. So I did find one critic that was somewhat harsh. Okay. I wanted to read you some from okay. to see if there's any validity in it. Okay. So this is Roger Moore of Movie Nation. Actually, not Roger Moore that played James Bond. In the I don't games. know. What's Roger Moore doing? Nowadays? I don't know. Yeah, maybe this is his gig now. All right. So here's what he had to say about the look of the film. Mm-hmm. Because this plainly cut-rate enterprise what? in which the dot matrix of character CGI is plainly visible on an IMAX screen near you – the Wait, action what? is as jerky as 1960s TV anime and action beats that devolve into a Transformers blur. It's ugly enough on the big screen to oh, spoil wow. a pretty good effort at redefining the comic book movie. They wanted to make it look like a comic book. They went too far. 
He later went on to describe it as, quote, direct-to-DVD quality animation. Wow. Yeah. That is... That seems a little off-base. Yeah. So you're, you're going to call foul on that foul one. On that. Given what yeah. we've, all that we've said. This guy, I think this is a guy that when I, I read his review, mm-hmm. he actually got up at the beginning of the film to go talk to like the people who were screening it and ask if there was something wrong with I mean, the projector. Like a, there are ways in which that the animation style does take some time to oh, yeah, adapt to. Because it's new. Yeah. But there's also a bunch of times where they do the lines where it's like, do I need 3D glasses for this? Like there was right. some times in the beginning especially. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah. well, I gotta say Roger that, Moore is yeah. like just like he's old man yelling at clouds. Well, know, but, Don't do something <laughs> new. Well, but I, and again, I think, I think the, Sinke- you know, the Sienkiewicz comparison makes sense because I think for a lot of particularly when you're thinking yeah. like 1980s comic book art right you're thinking John Byrne you're thinking George Perez Dave Cockrum very clean yep and then you get Senkovich who's just so abstract and weird and, yeah. I, and I remember like some of like seeing some of his art you know when I was younger yeah I, I'm like this what people like this stuff like yeah like it, this is awful he doesn't draw real people yeah like it's all yeah. so stylized yeah um and, and then obviously sort of have grown to you know when, when you you would never have a Sinkovich style artist yeah on a mainstream x-men title today no way like you would uh, never have that adventures either right no on on any of the franchise yeah. any of the franchises yeah um, of course like when when he came to new mutants New Mutants was just New Mutants. Was just yeah, like it wasn't a, wasn't a huge risk for Marvel because well, when you think he's coming, he's coming on to New Mutants after Sal Buscema, yeah, who again very classic, standard, classic, you know, style. like everybody looks sort of realistic, yeah, in a way. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when when we I went to the the thing with Bob McCloud, yeah, who was the inker on Sal, yeah, Buscema. I remember we were talking about it, and he mentioned that that one of the reasons he left New Mutants is that he just got tired of inking Sal's art. Yeah, because uh, it was all like everything was kind of like mid-range shots, and, and yeah. there wasn't a lot of, of style to it. And very clean, like yeah. very simple, direct. Yeah, so I, I can see, I could see some of that. I mean, there, there's ways in which that 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 the yeah. animation is very well. It is jerky, jerky at and, times, and very it, different. It blurs. Um, it it definitely is doing that kind of stuff, but yeah. like direct to DVD quality. Well, and to compare... This is a guy who's missed the whole point. Listen, listen. He's missed the whole point of this That's film, not even the right? worst crime. Yeah. To compare the fight scenes in oh, Spider-Verse yeah. to the fight scenes in Transformers, Transformers, that man needs to no longer be able to review films. Yeah. Oh, I've got more for you. Do you want to hear what because, he said about the plot? Because to say, Please. like, that is, that is, yeah, that is ridiculous. All right, so maybe you'll like what he said about the plot I, I don't think so. The main story is just recycled variations on generic comic book themes. Nothing special. It's the flippant tone, the awkward adjustment of the kid to quote-unquote changes in his body, sticky hands and feet, etc. Changes he attributes to puberty that give the Spider-Verse a lift. So basically he boils down the entire plot to like that five-minute scene. Of where he's first getting Did he powers. watch the movie? What well, was the quote like that Google I pulled out? Synopsis. The plot is okay. just recycled variations on generic comic book themes. See, I don't, because that's one of the things I found really interesting about the film and trying to kind of figure out for the miles, I mean, obviously for the classic Spider-Man. Right. Like, the great line is, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. Um, and also, I love the fact that when he's about to quote that to Peter, Peter's like, do not finish that sentence. <laughs> um and it got me thinking, I'm like, okay, so if with great power comes great responsibility is, like, the Peter Parker Spider-Man mantra. Yeah. What's the Miles Morales? Because I don't think the theme of this film is with great power comes great responsibility. No, not really. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, I, you know, the theme that obviously everyone is talking about is is that this is a film that kind of shows anyone can be Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the ideas behind the film. That is, is that kind of, like, the, the message... <laughs> Right, of but, the film, but also in a way that's counterintuitive to comic books. Often, that success comes from community. Mm-hmm. Right, the Spider Men win because it's a team of Spider people. Right, they don't win because there's a Spider Man. Yeah, just a thought. Yeah, well, and, and even when you think about it, like the original Spider Man in the film gets killed. Yeah, working on his own. Yeah, um, I thought that was quite a moment too. Yeah, I was really surprised. I mean, because like Spider-Man knowing, dies, not on that that, screen, but virtually on screen. Yeah, well, and knowing that that happened, like, I was surprised because, you know, that obviously is what happens in 
the Bendis comics. Is yeah, that the Spider-Man universe. eventually, and the ultimate that Spider-Man dies, and Morales is sort of inspired to yeah carry on. I was really surprised they did that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I find interesting is that because you know who play who is the voice of that Spider-Man? No, it's Chris Pine, who has now died in Spider-Verse. Yeah, Wonder Woman, and Star Trek. So you're saying there's a kind of there's he, a positive note in all of he, he this. Die, I just, when I just, Chris Pine dies, the movie gets better. Well, except he's coming back to the next Wonder Woman. Well, movie, they brought so. him back in, we'll in Star Trek as well. Happen. So did he really die? But I, I just find it interesting that, yeah. that right Chris Pine characters tend to die. Yeah. Um, in these films. Oh, and we also didn't talk about the Spider-Man Christmas album, <laughs> which they actually released like on YouTube or something. Like you'd actually get the Christmas That's album. That's spectacular. And the the Spider-Man's lament song that just yeah. that, that just he, becomes so dark at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I have a degree in, in chemical engineering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spider Bill! Spider- yeah, yeah, it's really. It's. I don't even know actually, why that works, but it totally works. Right, but a fascinating kind of story to tell at some point would be the way in which Marvel mitch mismerchandised for years and years, like struggled to figure out how to really merchandise superheroes mm-hmm. in a way that would like have meaningful traction. Yeah, and what they do now. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, well, I, I think honest trailers have talked about this when they've done. Um, like honest trailers for the Keaton Batman films, or like the the like Superman two and stuff like that. Yeah. They're like, welcome to the nineteen eighties, a topsy turvy world where DC rules the Marvel universe and Marvel's trying to get its crap together. Yeah. Because they yeah. show like the 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 like early eighties Captain America. Yeah. Uh, oh, the with classics. with the with the Italian Red Skull and and yeah. all of that. Like, yeah. it's just bad. It's bad. Oh. Like, it's really bad. And, yeah, I mean, again, you just you th- just think of how things have... Because, have, yeah, in the 80s, like, you had Superman, Batman, and that was pretty much it in terms of, yeah, you know, yeah. successful um, superhero films. Yeah. I mean, Marvel really was, I guess, waiting for the technology. Part of it, yeah. To catch up, in a way. And it took a while, because even, I would say, like, the first X-Men film, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of see that that film is still kind of limited by the technology. Right. Like, I, I just remember the fight scene between Wolverine and Mystique, that everything is so dark... Right, that it covers up a lot of what I think they had to do. My least favorite filming technique is like just put it in the shadows. When yeah, you um, it's the cheapest one though. I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the thing is 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 you can kind of see that that film's kind of lim- whereas you know you look at Infinity War, and there were no limits to that budget. Yeah, right. So I got one more thing from Roger Moore. Oh, okay, this one you might agree I with. Like Roger though. so far. Yeah, he describes it as quote a headache inducing. Blown up TV under animated miasma. I don't know how you would describe this film as under animated. I understood those words individually, but not together. <laughs> I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, actually. Like, like you just said things and tried yeah. to link them together. Right. Yeah, but the, like you said, how many animators? 140, 140 animators? That they So it was under animated. Yeah, exactly. Like they hard. hired 140 people and they didn't Clearly do anything. They yeah. Well, because, and I think, yeah. Cause, yeah. at least. I think yeah. the original team was something like 60 or 80, and they yeah. realized, okay, yeah, no, we do not have enough people to get this done on time. So yeah. we need to almost double. Yeah, the amount of animators working. Well, on according to Roger Moore, not nearly enough. Yeah, or too many. I guess. Yeah, as a complaint, are there's not enough, and there's also too much. Yeah. Simultaneously, they give me too much and yeah. not enough. Yeah. It's not good. So I did find IGN's ranking of Spider-Man films. So, so you got numbers. You, so when we asked you about the ranking of films, no, you said you didn't have them. This is that, no, that was in terms of box office. This is in terms of quality. Oh, quality. Well, that was so, my final question for you is, like, where does this fall? Yes, well, that's where do you think on, it falls. On the best of So they've got nine Spider-Man films. Okay. So they've got the three Tobey Maguires are in there. Yeah. The two Andrew Garfield. Yep. Um, Homecoming is obviously on the list. Spider-Verse is on the list. Okay. They've also got Civil War and Infinity War. Mm, really? That's kind of cheating. Let me leave those two out for a minute, because okay. I think it's hard to, to call those Spider-Man yeah, films. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. I mean, you could say they want Captain America films, if anything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, the one is called Captain America. Well, the other one is called Avengers Infinity Civil War. Civil War, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so uh, the Andrew Garfield stuff, I assume, would be towards the bottom. Uh, yes, they are the bottom two. Yeah, okay. So you put them at the bottom. Uh, the third Tobey Maguire film, people say, is overstuffed. So it's probably near the bottom, too. It is, it is next. So far, you are pitch perfect on All the right. bottom. It's easier to pick the bottom than the top. 
Well, can I will say you've I got think. okay. So you've got the you've got the Andrew Garfield. You've got yep. Spider Man three. Yeah. Slotted right after that are both Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. Okay. All right. So we're now up to the top four. The top four, which are two Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. Homecoming, mm-hmm. and the animated film. I think yep. that's the order. I would say. I would say that they're going to give. Is it the second Tobey Maguire film that's first on the list? Yes. And then, I don't know, is Rich Wright, is it the first Tobey Maguire film that's next? Or is it the Tom Holland film? It's Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. They've got Spider-Verse as number two. That's higher than I would think they put it. And then you've got Tom Holland, and then you've got the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That's almost perfect to me, I think. Yeah, I can't really argue with that. What is the second one again? The second? That's the Doc Ock. Isn't that the one where he's emo? No, no, no. That's Spider-Man 3. Oh, Spider-Man okay. 3 is very oh, okay. Yeah, for most people, Spider-Man 2 is, prior to Spider-Verse, is the, yeah. by far the best of the Spider-Man films. Although, Hope was going back and rewatching all the old Tobey Maguire stuff recently. Yeah. I'm not sure it holds up. It's got some, well, it's got some, ve- it's got some very Sam Raimi quirks. Like, you can see elements of Sam Raimi's horror background yeah. sneak into that film. Yeah, and just, there's just moments where, you know, some films hold up better in yeah. time, and some films just look really dated. Well, it's another one that's got a lot of campiness at times to it. Yeah, and it, there's just a dated quality to it, which means I might be overrating Tom Holland's yeah. Homecoming, but... I just he was such a good Spider Man. He is a really good Spider Man. Like he just he just fits the part. Talk about Holland. Yeah. Yeah. So well. Better than, than Toby Maguire. I well, think. Well, I mean Maguire ultimately. I think was in his thirties at the time yeah. when he was playing high yeah, school with Peter too, Parker. Is that, um, yeah. Holland tricky. is much younger. Yeah. Yeah, Holland is actually, part. you know, around the right age for right. a teenage Spider Man. And maybe Maguire captured the pure nerdiness. Yeah, better. Oh, uh, Maguire did a great job, particularly in yeah. the first two. Yeah, no, I think he was I yeah, I think he was quite good. But yeah, I I'm. If it were me, I might put. I might put the Spider Verse first. Yeah. Holland and then Spider Man Two, okay. but like, splitting hairs. Yeah. Like it's a pretty good list. Yeah. It's a pretty good list. Yeah. And we rarely agree with people. We do. Except you did seem to like Roger Moore. No. Oh, yeah. He's he's clearly got his finger on I mean, the. I he's point. on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know what point that now, is. Now, of course, the big thing it. that we have to discuss. How are we doing on time, by the way? Oh, got ten minutes. We should probably talk about the the best animated Oscar. That sure. this is nominated for. What's okay. it up against? Oh, that's a good question. What is it up against? It, yeah, it's almost like if you put this up, up, you would have known. Yes. Incredibles 2. Terrible film. Isle it? of Dogs. I, I didn't see it, but I oh, did, no, it's would good. not vote for that. That's really? the one that that's the one that has me worried. Yeah. Uh, Isle of Dogs, I think, could beat it. Uh, Mirai, which is uh, anime style. I didn't see that. I didn't I see that either. I don't that one. I have to look into it. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. No way. <laughs> That's what it's, those are the movies yeah. it's up against. I, it's got to win. I, my concern, I, I, yeah. see, I am of two minds on this. Yeah. My concern is really Isle of Dogs. Isn't yeah. that a claymation kind of thing? It is, well, but it's, it's Wes motion. Anderson. Yeah. I think, right. it's the, I think this is right. the, it's the movie. I know that, it's Wes Anderson, but is that, is that animation? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's stop motion animation. Yeah. Um, and I could like see. Stoppy, the camera. Yes, I could exactly. see Oscar voters <laughs> gravitating to that and its quirkiness. Well, and it's and it is Wes Anderson, yes. and yeah. they'll look at Spider Man. They'll be like, just a superhero cartoon. Yes. Now that would be tragic. My flip side to that, yes, there's a flip side, is that if they give Spider Man best animated film, yes, it gives them cover for not giving Black Panther best film. But that suggests that the Oscars are all rigged, and oh, they, they just, do. They, yeah, they do this all the time. No, there's voting. How yeah, do you, right? How do you look? We live in a democracy. When people go and vote. <laughs> The majority wins no matter what. Really? Yeah. Is that how it works? That's what I was taught growing up. Yeah, but that's that's what you were taught. Is that how it works? Sure, it does. Okay. Don't get all fake newsy in here. I'm just saying. So, yeah, I mean, I, I feel, I, yeah, like if it, I could see them doing that. Well, it's got a lot of coin flip with the. But to me, I think I don't think they're going to take Black Panther seriously enough. They should. I think Black Panther is more than deserving of, or more deserving than some that are on that list for oh, sure. I, yeah. Black Panther I, or Spider Verse? Black Panther. But I don't think they'll. I no, don't. There's no, no way Black, Black Panther, Panther's reward is getting nominated, right? Which, yeah. no, which most people thought was not going to happen. It's still insulting to yeah. um, to to the people who made that film. Now, what I find interesting you know? is that they had I, the, the 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 Annies, which I guess are the animated awards. Okay. Um, I guess they were like this weekend or something. Spider Verse was nominated for seven awards, including best film. Yeah, it won all seven. 
Yeah. Like it swept them. So, so it's there's got a, a chance. And Black Panther's been winning a lot of stuff. It has. Like they won basically the top award at the Screen Actors Guild, Best Ensemble. Do you ever wonder that they, that some of the, the pre-Oscar award shows are trying to like, Soften the blow of the loss of Oscar. No, no, I think trying no, to make a point films? of their, like, their, yeah, like, they, they want to they wanna demonstrate that they're not the Oscars. Oh, okay. I got right, you. like, oh, like so the, the Oscars, Oscars are, so the Oscars are going to be that. stodgy, and they're going to pick, like, what's expected. I don't know. I'm just, it's, yeah. just, it's just a theory that I've been working on. Yeah. Like, like how people decide, make those decisions. If Spider-Man doesn't win that award, I, I think that's criminal. Yeah. Of I, course, I, that's, I'm saying that's a guy who didn't see Isle of Dogs. I, Isle of yeah. Dogs is on HBO, so you could see it because you do have the HBO. Uh, maybe I'll take a look at it. Uh, it is a good movie. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I know there was something, I think I remember it said something that people had some issues with, with, uh, there were some racial issues in it, I think. Really? Yeah, uh, like some more, yeah. possibly some imperialism or or well, depiction of Asian culture. I'm not sure. I mean, I always take those kind of movies with a grain of salt because it's Wes Anderson making them, and it's mm. like he's not of that culture, so like there's only so much that's going to happen. Yeah. So, hmm. but yeah, so I don't. I, yeah. Isle of Dogs is the one that I'm really concerned about. I, I think you're you're handicapping it right. I think Spider Man should win it. I think it should too. I think it's it's got to be at least fifty fifty for Spider Verse. I mean, I think it's a coin flip. Yeah. Especially after people listen to this show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or is the voting already done? Well, we are taste makers. Indeed. Well, no, because the the Oscars are not until February twenty fourth. So we've got time. We've got time. In fact, I think that gives us three weeks of shows. <gasps> we have time for another Oscar trilogy. Oh, da, 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 da. oh no. The, by far. You'll be doing that the, by yourself. <laughs> You'll be doing that alone. We will be the dum-dum-dum <laughs> Oscar masters. Yes, the Oscar. <laughs> the return of the Oscar trilogy. That was, I think... I think, like I think Aquaman, nobody asked for it. I think everybody would agree. Like if if you had to rank your bottom five podcasts mm-hmm. that we've produced, mm-hmm. the Oscar trilogy is three of them. <laughs> the Oscar trilogy. Wait, are we just doing in terms of like sheer like listeners? Well, I don't think they were bad shows. Well, none of the shows are bad. Like I'm not saying they're bad. Oh, I'm glad you're objective. None but, of the shows we do are bad. Well, but in comparison to the others, the Oscars, they struggled a little bit. Mm. Definitely the Game Chateau. The Game Chateau is the worst. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Game Chateau. Oh, come on, no offense, but the sound no. quality doesn't really translate. I haven't really listened to that one yet. No, no. Like, there's, there's some. There's That's some, the one that I didn't record. Yeah, there's some issues with the room and the background noise. My mm, podcast. And quite frankly, and the... we had a lot of fun playing the game, but I'm not sure people just listening to it. And I have a lot of fun. In the future, if we do something like that again, maybe a video. Thing. Yeah, yeah. that or may, what we should do is I I think we should we should take a page out of community and we should do like a Dungeons and Dragons episode where we play yes. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, we should. Now oh, that I oh, can I be the DM? Umber Hulk. Yeah. I, can I <laughs> can I play can I play like a distant Umber Hulk cousin? Cornelius oh, Umber Hulk. Yeah. You have to wait. I have to come with the post to the other guys I played yesterday. Yeah. I have to post that still. Yeah. Which reminds me, I I did like the I don't know if you picked. I saw it the second time. Yeah. Um, that when Miles goes to his uncle's the first time, he's watching Community. No, it's the Donald. It's the scene. Yeah. It's the one where Donald Glover wakes up and he's in the Spider-Man pajamas, which is part of the whole have Donald Glover be Spider-Man bit. Yeah, oh my uh, God. such a you'd, you'd have to watch that movie five times. Yeah, <laughs> to really appreciate it. Yeah, like, I think there's at least well, that's the plus of animation. It's much easier for them. I to think sneak there's some other there's some sure. other Glover reference. I think in the film. Yeah. Because um, they do reference, I think they reference him a couple of times. I'm trying to imagine a Dungeons and Dragons episode. Well, because the first episode could just be you guys making a character. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons trilogy. I don't. I well, I I gotta say I'm a little gun shy on trilogies. Okay, tetralogy. Yeah, that's better for sure. It's always better to go one more. Go You're gun shy on three. Let's go for four. <laughs> yeah, I have to go ahead and Google that word. You know what it means? Eight. <laughs> it means four. Yeah. So um. It's an, inter- it's, it's, it's an interesting idea, except it seems like we all know where it would end. You would create a leader of men. <laughs> no, no. I would create a character that you really hated. No, 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 no. And we would listen, end up knifing listen, each listen. other in the back. I would. Okay, that's inevitable. <laughs> I would create a leader of Umberhulks. Well, I'm going to be an. If, if we're doing it, I'm an Umberhulk. <laughs> and I. I'm just going to be like the, like the bastard adopted Umberhulk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's so many reasons why that probably can't happen. You'll be like the, the Jon Snow of Umber Hulks. Yes. That's a Game of Thrones reference. I, know, I, did, I did get that reference. Okay, I understood okay. it. 
Yeah. Understood it. It would be funny if it's like, okay, you have to work together and you can't kill each other. <laughs> like, give That's way st- too many rules already. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm conf- I've been like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just We put together such a different traveling party given our fantasy draft. I feel like we have to do this with Bobby. It would be fun to do with Bobby. Oh, my God. Bobby would be the one who has to keep you two together. <laughs> Bobby's the one who's basically, you know, arms out, so stopping you from Spider-Verse. There's oh, yeah. possibities. Yeah. Anything Ooh, else on Spider-Verse? Yeah, we could do superhero D&D characters. Oh, there we go. That would be possible, right? Potentially. If you're the dungeon master. Well, you know what you always need? You need of men? You, no, you need an archer. <laughs> <Who's>, <laughs> who oh. wants to be that character? <laughs> Man, like, that's... Who that's, wants to be the first to go? That's what Whoa, it'll be. Why you'll you have be, to be the a character like Superman, and then right. he'll be like, I'm an archer. <laughs> and it's like, you'll go, I'll stop, I'll stop the building from falling. Listen. I'll shoot some arrows at it. Yeah. Listen. Oh, Hawkeye. look, there's an army of orcs shooting arrows at us. Oh, the archer has been pierced 400 times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll tell, I would like to point out that Hawkeye, after all the other Avengers were defeated, yeah. took down the Collector in Avengers number 273. I would like to point out that the last we saw Hawkeye, he decided when the Earth was in desperate danger... He would stay home on house arrest. Well, he's a law-abiding citizen now. And, how, and based on the Endgame trailers, and now how's that worked out for him? And now yeah. he's a homicidal yeah. sword. Yeah. How do you bit. feel about that, by the way? I know it's off topic, but I'm just curious. Do, like, having what you've seen from it, where he does yeah. look homicidal oh, and look... He's like, he's gone, home. like, very anti-hero Ronin, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's wearing the Ronin costume. I don't know much about Ronin. Was Ronin a big anti-hero? Well, no, or was Ronin, it just a fancy pe- Ronin was the identity Hawkeye used after he came back from the dead. So it was a dark character. Yeah, well, yeah, in the sense that he was he. For, like, I'm trying to remember why he was hiding his identity, but he was right. hiding. I'm just trying to remember he was like an anti-hero. He was well, the like issue the is hot that, shorts Hawkeye from the 70s. No, clearly an anti-hero. Well, because the issue was that Ronin was supposed to be this big mystery character, and then right. um, that up. kind of petered out, and yeah. then Hawkeye adopted the identity when he came back. Um. Yeah. After coming back to life post uh, House of M. Got it. Um, was it post House of M? I don't know when he came back. But I mean, that's what I called yeah. it. Like, he's going to be at his yeah. home drinking coffee, and his family just poofed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, it's clear his family got done. And so now he's going to. Yeah. And now he's killing gangsters. Yeah. For some reason. Oh, I, that's one thing I have a question Maybe about. We're is a like, better place. Based on the trailer, it looks like the heels just sort of disappeared and, like, went. Like, well, you know, I just realized. We are talking about the trailer that we're going to talk about next week. Next uh, week, so maybe we should. So maybe we should stop and not air this part of the episode. Nope, too late. It's too live. Well, it's what are you? Not, it's, it's okay. Like, <laughs> the good news is you won't remember what we talked about when we come back next. week. What did week. we say? Exactly. I don't know what we talked exactly. about after we leave today. Did we talk about Spider Verse? I think we covered a little bit of it. Okay, that's good. 